Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Boss Baby. I watched the second half of Boss Baby. And this is, is the, the other half. half. So, Mike, for some reason on our list, we decided to watch Ice Age, but then we're like, fuck well, Ice Age. I wrote Ice Age collision course no i wrote what did i write ice i also age. don't remember what you wrote that's I wrote the problem some, and then you're you assumed it was the third ice age for some reason and it wasn't it was the fourth oh shit so then we were like continental drift continental drift and so then we were like you know what it's just but continental drift's the third one what yeah collision course is the fourth one no it isn't what's the, the, the no the third one is the dinosaur one the fourth one is continental drift the fifth one is collision course let me look at this. I look, look. We're going off on a tangent, but let me pick up ice. Oh Jesus! Age movies because I don't want to watch those movies. Now I think I look at it and I'm like, I don't want to watch those movies. I don't know why we thought about watching them. Because I think they were on Netflix at the okay. time. We got Ice Age, Ice Age: The Meltdown, right. Ice Age: Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Ice Age: Continental Drift, yes. Ice Age: Collision Course. Is that the? F- I'm fucking right, you dummy. The, the you said Dawn of the Dinosaurs. That's the third one. No, it's the second one. No, what comes before that one? Something called the Ice mel- Age: The Meltdown. But is the meltdown like actually okay? Hold on, let's go look at a franchise. No, oh, we gotta get this shit done. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay. So here's the thing. What? There's five. I know that. Okay. Continental Drift number four. That's what I said. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought for some Collision reason- Course is five. Continental Drift uh, is four. Okay. okay. The Age of the Dinosaurs is the third one. Meltdown's the second. The first one's Ice Age. My mind. Just Do you not understand the Ice Age mythos? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm sorry, I'm Mike. Actually, I'm actually very annoyed by the Ice Age. We really got off on a tangent because they were like, we're not going to have dinosaurs in the Ice Age. It's not going to happen. The third one they put The third one they did. Because the third one they're just like, let Oh, that was when DreamWorks was like, hey, we're just going to make it's as much. It's not DreamWorks. It's not DreamWorks? Blue Sky. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I know anything my about. fucking animation Yeah, you know studios. your animation studios. <laughs> Speaking of which. I can't believe there's five movies of Ice Age. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say is there's too much Ice Age. You know why? Be- because Blue Sky was like, all right, we're going to make Ice Age. That was a big hit. And they're like, all right, we're going to do robots. And nobody cared about robots. <laughs> See, I thought that was DreamWorks too. I just lumped them all in. <laughs> fucking- I'm like, yeah, That's that not was Blue Sky or Disney. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of DreamWorks, though, this is a DreamWorks movie. This is a DreamWorks movie. Yes. The big boss came down. Was like, we're gonna make a movie about babies. We're gonna make a mo- oh, it's actually based on a book. Boss Baby's a book. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a book. It's like a little illustrated book. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they made the movie based off. I'm pretty sure they added more lore. Um, oh man. Yeah. That. Are you serious? So they took a children's book and expanded it way beyond the scope of the children's book. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's hard the to cringe. breathe. I know. Oh, oh, cat in the hat. <laughs> oh, the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> little Prince. <laughs> Little Prince was good, though. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying they do that. They do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but the thing about that is, is you really have to expand it. Sometimes you have to explain things that, like, in a kid's book, it's fine. But then when you make a movie about it, people are going to ask questions like, <laughs> where do the fucking babies kid's come book, from? Kid's book, you're sitting there for, like, 15 minutes reading. Yeah. And you're like, ah, 15 minutes, I ain't going to put much thought in like, the science And I'm reading this to this. a book. Or to a kid. I'm reading this to a book. I'm, I'm reading, reading this book, book to, to a, a book, and the book is learning. The book is learning a, a library. Lot. It's machine learning, and then you write the ultimate library book. <laughs> but then the books start teaching themselves. And, and then, then we they take over. Yeah, yeah and then exactly. it becomes that library in Harry Potter where they attack people. I don't know. Is that Harry Potter? Yeah, it's Harry Potter where the books start shooting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's the thing is so, all right, we all know the jokes about this film. There's a lot of butts in it, and there are. Mm-hmm. And Alec Baldwin plays a baby, and he does. And I kind of liked it a little bit. That's the weird thing about this movie. <laughs> Is some of the humor fucking nails it. Really? Like, really nails really it. Really good. But then there's so many parts of the humor that completely misses it, and it's lazy. Usually That's- a butt joke. Usually a butt joke or some sort of weird transphobic joke a little bit. Oh, is there a transphobic well, joke? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll go a little bit. A little bit. We'll deal with that. Um, But, uh, you know. It, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either, but I was a little confused by it. I, I will say, too. There were some weird plot holes that I was like, eh, but whatever. It's a kid's movie. Exactly. But I feel like that's also a cop-out saying kids' movies can't have plot holes because like, kids are not stupid. They should get some good shit. That's true. But anyway. Um, well, the problem with the movie is it spends a long time, at least in my half, explaining, like, why are babies still babies? Where do babies come from? What is the baby thing? So that's the thing. Is I didn't know any of that, and I was just like, what is But it doesn't on? matter. Like, it really doesn't. It like, really doesn't. It shouldn't matter. Um, it should just be super simple so we can get to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, which I want to also say, at least in my half of the film, because we've seen our 
Despicable Me's. Mm-hmm, I sure have. This movie, like, again, people are going to make fun of it, understandably so. It's a weird concept. It's a very weird, really simple, dumb concept. But, like, at least the plot is straightforward. Like, at least it's like, this is what the baby wants. This is what the kid wants. They're at odds. They have to learn to like each other. Like, it's a straightforward plot. It's none of this fucking bullshit of, like, and the minions are in prison, and this character's yeah. off farting on a There's dog. There's a bunch of, like, four different, like, plot and, points. And none of it comes into play. Yeah. Like, that's not what's happening here. There's no A plot or B plot. It's all straightforward, and I can appreciate that. Because um, that's all you need. Yeah. So, speaking of plot, movie opens up with one of my biggest pet peeves in any film, uh, especially kids' films, the main character narrating... <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Uh, did you pick up on who was narrating the movie? No, I didn't. I'm pretty sure it's Tobey Maguire. You're pretty sure? Pretty sure. Did you look it up? I didn't. I'll look uh, it up for I you. I know Tobey Maguire is in the film. Okay, that's probably him then. So Tim, that's our main character. Tim. Tim, Tim Timerson, I think his name is. That sounds like a name that I would put in this movie. He's narrating, and he's like, I am happy, and <laughs> I'm also very imaginative. And oh. so we see that. Cool. Nice we, live journal. <laughs> we see the world through his life, and he he lives his life in his imagination. Because I think also because he's a single child at this point, and he's like, yeah, I see the world, and like my, sometimes I'm saving the day. And so it is my Tony parents McGuire. are. Yeah, I figured it out because I was listening to it. And I'm like, am I watching The Great Gatsby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, so we learn about his parents. Also, here's another thing: shit that gets brought up actually ends up like leading places. So like his parents. Are marketing people at Puppy Co. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to bring up, but I'm, that comes into play. Um, he has sung the song Blackbird by the Beatles every night like by his lot. parents. Yeah. Um, it comes definitely to play. There you go. And he says he, that he is perfectly happy. But then one day, his dad is like, hey, um, would you ever be down to have like a little brother or a sister, or, like another kid? And he's like, nope, I'm happy. And so then he's like, but then I wondered, where do babies come from? Oh, no. And so he starts to imagine where babies come from. And it looks like heaven. It's like this sort of like heavenly looking place where babies are just shot out of machines. And we are introduced to our boss baby. And it's uh, – so all the babies are going down the assembly line. And then they get to one part where a baby is tickled. And if the baby laughs when tickled, they go to family. But if they don't laugh, then they go to management. And huh. they're put in a cubicle, and we see the boss baby there, and he seems perfectly happy. And so that's sort of how this works. This is the system. So then the next day, uh, wait, we but see... where do the babies actually come from? Like, who gives them consciousness? God. <laughs> okay, all right. It's kind of sad to take like a, such a religious icon and just make them to a corporate entity, you know? Well, just wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, in a way, they're making the process of childbirth into a corporate entity, which is interesting. Yeah, so then um, Tim wakes up and he looks out his window and he says, I know I daydream a lot, but I swear the baby was delivered in a taxi. And we see a taxi drive up and the baby get out. and He's in a suit. And he starts dancing up to the front door. He's wearing sunglasses. And then Tim sees him and he goes down and uh, he, he hears like a knock on the door and the door opens and his parents are already there. And they've picked up the boss baby and they just accept that the baby's wearing a suit. And they just accept it as their own. Sure. And the rest of this part is Tim. It's like it, it goes forward to the plot of like the baby is the boss. Everything the baby wants, the parents need to do. Like they are his employee underlings. Hmm, so interesting. That's what it's trying to get across. Okay. Um, which I'm already like, okay, this whole movie is happening in Tim's head. Like that's just the way this movie is working. Mm-hmm. Like clearly either they have a baby or they don't. Whatever. Either way, obviously none of this is real. I'm just going to accept that. I'm sure I'm right. So mm. Tim sees a baby as an invasion, invasion on his, uh, his ah, yes. He's no longer the favorite. Exactly. Because they're taking the love away, you know. Um, so, but the parents don't see anything weird about this. Parents are like, what? The baby's wearing a suit. Isn't it cute? Oh, the baby has like a briefcase. Well, if you carry it around lamb lamb, your little toy lamb all the time, you know, that's not, you know, that's the same thing. Lamb Lamb comes into play, Lamb by the Lamb way. does come into play. Oh, okay. See? All this shit is important. That's what I'm saying. Way more than most films. Next scene. Tim is in bed, and he doesn't get his usual nighttime attention, getting Blackbird sung to him. Uh, instead, his parents are tired and overworked, and they don't want to do any of that. But then he hears a phone ringing, and it's not his home phone. It's the baby's phone. And the baby's talking, and it's Alec Baldwin, and he says he's, the baby says he's on a mission. And um, the mission is... Anyway, he doesn't say what the mission is yet. Oh. Tim then has a conversation with his alarm clock. 
Does that come? Ah, the play? wizard guy. The wizard alarm clock. Again, clearly none of this is real. Um, well, the wizard's pretty cool, though. The wizard is pretty great. It's pretty good. Um, and so the the alarm clock is like, hey, you need to get proof of the baby talking. And Tim's like, okay, I'll do that. So I'm like, ba- does, how old is Tim? Do you think? Tim mentions at some point he's like, I passed kindergarten and first grade, something in like seven, eight. So is this like summer? Like, why does he never need to go to school? Pro- it's just summer, probably. Yeah. Okay. So easy excuse. Very easy. So. Next scene, he's like, all right, I'm going to get some proof. But then he's surrounded by a bunch of babies. It's a play date. We're introduced to Jimbo, a big, big baby. He's the big baby. Does he come he's into play? Guy. I mean, he exists in the movie. Yeah. There's Stacy. She's like a little Asian baby girl. Okay. And then there's these triplets. Yes. Okay. So they all come into play. So uh, the baby's mission is they want to get rid of puppies because they take attention away from babies. And... The reason that this boss baby has been implanted into this family is because this family works at Puppy Co. And Puppy Co. Uh, is creating their own new puppy. And if that puppy gets created and let out onto the open like world... No one will want babies anymore. No one will want babies anymore. Good. Well, okay. Now, I, I'm glad that they're, ex- they're expressing that corporations are making more and more puppies. Because that's fucking gross. And we need to stop doing that. Yeah. Because puppies, some dogs can't live normal lives. Yeah. Thank you, boss baby, for, re- <laughs> for telling the story. No, I mean, it, it is an interesting thing how they... There's a weird way in which this movie incorporates, like, the commercial side of owning either of these two entities. True. Which is, like, dogs cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, babies cost a lot of money. And there's a lot of stuff that's marketed specifically to these for two either niches. one of them. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, this is to the max, where it's like, you actually buy the dog this from is this like thing. This is like, ridiculous amount. Yeah, and this yeah. is where you buy the baby from this thing. But it's, it's in a lot of ways, it's like, oh, these two, these two competing things compete for your attention exactly in like a modern day millennial thing where a lot of people are like i don't need kids they got my fur baby now this is where i'm thinking now already i'm thinking about this movie as a kid's movie this is where the lesson is coming into play right Mm -hmm. because the boss baby and all the other babies are worried that this puppy is going to take love away from them and later on uh, i think actually earlier on the boss baby has like a whole like talk to tim where he's like look your parents only have so much love and attention to give. Right now, they're giving it to me, and none of it's going to go to you. That's the way it works. So that's the way they're seeing the world right now, is people only have so much love and attention that they can give to one or another person. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end, the lesson's going to be, look, people, love is endless. It's, it's You know, you don't have to love one thing or another thing. Yeah, but you know those, those elite babies, though, those that's corporate true. elite, they take all the love because they're the higher-ups. That's true, especially the, the ones wearing the suits. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing about corporate America that they kind of are like playing with about like look how these these babies run everything, mm. but also look how these corporations run everything, man. Yeah, this movie's made by a corporation. Yeah, well, you know. So, um, Puppico is where Tim's parents work. That's why the boss baby's there. Yep, and that's why all the other babies are there too. They're yep. all living in with families that work at Puppico. So Tim records the whole thing on a little on a little tape. But then the babies notice, and they chase him down, and they try, but they can't quite get the tape back. And so the boss baby, which, by the way, doesn't have a name. My half the film. They just no, call him, he's just called Boss. Just called Boss. So Boss, Hugo Boss, Boss is holding the tape. No, wait. He's holding Lamb Lamb. Oh. He's holding them, and he has a fucking, like, a staple gun to his head. Oh, shit. And he's like, oh, do you think Lamb Lamb will look good with a fucking nipple uh, ring? Nose ring? <laughs> and they shoot a fucking, he shoots a staple right in Lamb Lamb's face. And Tim is so upset by this. And then they, Tim grabs Lamb Lamb, and then the baby's holding on to Lamb Lamb, and they rip Lamb Lamb in half. Oh, and shit. And instantly the baby regrets that. He's like, oh, my God, I've gone too far. But already Tim's seeing stars. Stars, red. So he picks <laughs> up the baby and he puts the baby in like one of those baby bouncer things and he's about to slingshot the baby out of the window. Nice. He's like, you fucking deserve this, you son of a bitch. And he spits in the baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> but then his parents come in and they're like, oh my God, Tim, what are you doing? And Tim's like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. And then the he boss- He releases him and kills the baby. Yeah. Oh man. That was he- why the last half was so sad. <laughs> It's just the whole family mourning the yeah. loss of their baby and having to give Tim up for adoption because and they, they can say, no man, this is like when him. the boss dies in America. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole country stops. I'm curious to see how the whole corporate America thing comes into play with the rest of the film. It's interesting. But uh, so, so Tim stops what he's doing, but he accidentally launches the tape instead of the baby out the window, and the tape is destroyed immediately. Yeah. So he no longer has Lame. proof. 
and now he's grounded. His parents are so angry at him. He's like, you're grounded. They're, they're like, you're grounded for three weeks. And it's clear he's never been grounded before. This is the first time he's ever oh. had this happen to him. He's been such a good boy or lacks parents. That's true. Well, he didn't lack parents. They were around all the time. Lacked. Like giving, oh, like they relaxed like, Let parents. him do whatever he want. Get yeah, they probably it. spoiled him wrong. Yeah, he's a spoiled little boy. Ugh. Only childs, you know how they are. Yeah. I'm talking to one right now. Oh, You're so spoiled. Shut up! <laughs> so uh, he imagines being grounded as being in prison, but then the baby shows up and he's like, look, we need to put our differences aside. We need to work together. So baby is like, I, I have a mission from above. And Tim's like, above? Are you the baby Jesus? <laughs> and the baby goes, yes, I'm the baby Jesus. Oh, shit, really? And then Tim goes, oh, my God, really? And baby's like, no, I'm not the baby Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Did you really think he was the baby Jesus? No, I just I, I thought it was funny that he actually said that. Yeah, they really say all that. That's actual dialogue. And at that point, I'm like, okay, this movie's actually pretty good. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty good bit. So Tim has to put a pacifier in his mouth, and it acts kind of like a drug trip peace pipe type deal. He has to like suck on it, and then it explains to him where babies come from. They come from Baby Corp, which is like a big office building, a big corporate America mm-hmm. office building. And the idea is, is that after babies get the pacifiers taken away, they forget all about Baby Corp. But the boss baby and all the special babies like him get a special formula to keep them babies forever. And uh, so he, they say, like, the baby's like, I'm in upper management. And Tim says, my father says that those who can't do, wait, those who can do and those who can't supervise. And then the baby says, your father's a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's very great. So. That's that's the idea, is that they have to drink the formula of the bottle and they'll stay at babies forever. Boss Baby then shows him the pie chart of love, showing him that b- the puppies are slowly stealing more love than the babies. And Tim's like, hey, that's exactly what you did to me. And the baby's like, yeah, exactly. Damn. And so that's when I'm like, holy shit, they are on the same side. Like, they both see the world the same way. Mm-hmm. You know. So Tim is like, look, I get it. I am now in on your plan because here's the thing. If Boss Baby gets what he wants, which is to take care of this whole puppy thing, then Boss Baby will go away. He's like, once that happens, I'm going to come back here. I'm going to get my own corporate office. I'll be a fucking hero manager, and I'll never be with your family ever again. But if he doesn't get what he wants, if Boss Baby doesn't get what he wants, then he'll be fired. He'll get his formula taken away, and here he's going to have to live with Tim forever. Damn. And Tim doesn't want that. No. Now, here's another thing that's brought up in this scene, and I think it's going to explain a little bit about the whole world to you. Now, we've seen the head of Puppy Co., which is Francis Francis. That's his name. Does that come into play with you at all? Uh, yes. He's the first person you see when the movie opens. Is he? Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. And he's the, he's the guy from Puppy Co. We also see super colossal, big, fat boss baby, who is a retired baby that no longer works there. But he's the one that Boss Baby <coughs> idolizes and looks up to. Mm. And he sure looks a lot like Francis Francis. Boy, what? No. Uh-uh. Don't, don't do that. Don't spoil <laughs> things like that. Um, I have to say, uh, Francis Francis is played by Steve Buscemi. Really? Yeah. I, I only got like three lines of dialogue from him. And I'm like, I guess you sound familiar. But I'm not sure exactly Yeah, I didn't know he was either. Um, but yeah, it's him. He looks a lot better in this movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> so Tim's like, I'm going to help you, boss baby, whatever you need. So Tim's looking through his dad's papers, and he finds more info about puppies. And he's like, hey, look, here's what's going to happen. They have a bring your children to work day, and we can't get in right now because we're grounded. But if we act like the best brothers and act like we love each other, then we won't be in trouble anymore, and then we'll be taken to this. And so Boss Baby's like, all right, we'll try to do that. Also, during this scene, we learn that Boss Baby loves memos. He says, memos can change the world. Does that come into play later? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and Tim about it. I was like, finds yeah, kinda. memos very boring. So next scene, they're taking photos together, and the baby won't laugh. So Tim finds the baby's tickle spot. If you remember at the beginning of the movie, he, don't tickle. he couldn't tickle, but Tim found it. It wasn't where all the other babies can tickle. It's under his foot. Oh. And so the baby laughs. And then in the very next scene, Boss Baby admits that he's never been tickled before. But then he says, except for on a company retreat, but you know how those things always get weird. Oh. <laughs> but it's like, he's like, not only have I never really been tickled, but I've never really had my childhood. I've never had parents because I was born a baby and then I was just an adult, basically. I never had my childhood yeah, ever. Yeah. And Tim finds this to be very sad and troubling. So next morning, it is take your kid to work day. And so Tim and the baby go to work with the, the parents. 
and they're uh, so they're, they're in the office, and Tim's parents are like, "Hey Tim, how about we drop off our little baby boy who we haven't named yet, and uh, we will hang out with you, Tim?" And Tim's like, "No, I'm gonna hang out with my 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 brother." Hmm. And they're like, "Okay." And then the boss baby's like, "Good boy, buddy. You got to keep your eye on the prize." So boss baby dresses up like a puppy and sneaks into the back room area, and Tim's does this too. And then they find the secret puppy file, and it's obviously a trap. And they go, and they take it, and it is a trap. And then they see the boss, Francis Francis, and he pulls out a pacifier. And that's the last thing I saw. Oh. And I'm like, that pacifier is totally, like, he sucked on the pacifier and was like, I know about babies. And I'm doing this this fucking dog thing in order to, to get back because I was fired or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out. Slowly he was surely. fired because it's revealed he was the big boss baby at the beginning. Yeah. That's why he revealed that. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, he, and then he starts sucking on the pacifier. And then uh, what's the guy's name? Tim Tim's? Tim. Just Tim. Tim. Tim says like, that's wrong. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim's like, nah, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> why do you get fired? Well, here he is. He, now he's like, you know what I'm going to do to all little boys and girls who ask too many questions? I'm going to do just what I do. And he's walking up and they're all scared. And he's like, I'm going to tell him a story. And open the book. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So he was a great account executive, yes. which was the big, the big boss baby. The big everyone colossal. Was, everyone loved him. Yeah. But um, What happened then? But he kept working so long that eventually the formula didn't work for him because he was lactose intolerant. So he wasn't able to stay like a little kid so long because he had a little teeth, he got a little teeth pop out, and the board directors replaced him and kicked him out. And he says, "Boy, do you know how that feels?" And Tim was like, "Yeah, I know exactly how it feels to be kicked out after being in the highest position." And I'm like, "I don't understand what's happening. Why is he good? Like, was he?" And I thought like Tim was like a boss at one point. Like, oh, you thought like boss. there was yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he might have been kicked out too, but like and now I understand now you get a little it. bit more. Um, but yeah, how does that? What do you think about that? Okay, I gotta say, this is the one thing I didn't like about the movie. Well, not the one thing. I didn't like all the butt jokes. But I also didn't like how they went into the whole thing of, like, this is a company, and th these are the people, and this is how people babies stay babies. It just it muddled the plot for me a bit. So I didn't, I don't like that, where he's like, well, I, I was lactose intolerant. I don't know. I, I actually think that stuff, because it does come into play a little bit later, because yeah. I will tell you exactly why. Tell me why. Um... So he got sent down to live with the family and grew up as a person. And he says, now, here's my genius plan. Here is why you guys fell into my trap. And you know why? Because I'm going to make the forever puppy. A puppy that never grows old. Uh, and I'm going to use it by stealing your, the, formula. the formula. So he steals the formula. And he's like, now I'm going to make a forever puppy. And that's the secret ingredient. And um, ba -ba 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 -ba, he threatens the children. Is like, you guys, you know, whatever. You guys better stay away from this because you know what? I, your parents work for me, and yep. when they get on that plane to Vegas to present this, they are gonna die. He literally says, "I hope they don't disintegrate." And then he crushes this cookie in front of them. Is he gonna crush the plane? Maybe the people he, afterwards. If you guys come, threaten he gonna, so he threatens their parents. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. This is their lives. Exactly, their lives. Um, so, but they say, and they say, you'll never, our parents will never leave us alone with anyone. Mm -hmm. And he says like, oh yeah, well, what if they had a trained, super professional puppy corp nanny to take care of you guys? And this, so there's this character. This big guy, right? Eugene. Eugene. That's his brother. Uh, he is, um, he's interesting. <laughs> so his character is, he doesn't say anything. He he's big, anything. muscly, and scary. Yeah. But he, as soon as they say, we're going to give you a, suit and a super nanny. And so, of course, he dresses as a lady, as a lady oh. puts on all the makeup and everything. Because, you know, only nannies can be women. Only nannies can be women. Only women can take care of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's not cool. That's Come on, man. And the joke is that he's dressed up as a lady. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's not very That's funny. a little like. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's transphobic. A little, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe he wanted to. Maybe he's always wanted to be a woman. Maybe, but it's like he's like RuPaul. Yeah, but he's not. But that's the joke. Oh yeah, he's, the he's, fact that you're supposed to laugh. Yeah, he's at not him. like a cool person for being this way. He's not like oh man, this person is yeah, he does queen. All this cool stuff. Yeah, he doesn't know anything cool with it. He just sits there and is like, oh, isn't it funny that I'm a lady? Ah, oh, uh, and then they're gonna make jokes about it later. Oh no, and I'm just like, man, I don't know. That's a little lame. Because this I movie knew... actually has some pretty, in some actually like mildly interesting things to say. I knew this movie was called Boss Baby. I was expecting a bit more maturity from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is you get the boss part, which mm. is very you know, 
corporate corporate America dealing with but like then you got baby humor uh, like butts. butts and farts ah but babies poop a lot <laughs> so, so so they go send back home and then they're like you know the their parents are like oh we're going off the trip we're gonna leave you at this babysitter bye and they're like okay bye so they get Eugene's the car the babysitter. And, like, and Eugene's the babysitter so then um but they're like how do we get past uh, uh scary poppins over there Get it? Oh, it's like Mary Poppins. Yeah. It's like Mary Poppins, but it's, it's scary. scary so that means it's scary Poppins. Yeah, get it? Uh, it's uh-huh. a funny joke. So then, uh, that's the thing. It's like so much, some of the humor like actually made me genuinely laugh out loud alone. Like what? Oh, uh, I'll tell you later. Just a couple oh, okay. jokes it's later. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is just bad. This is straight bad. But then, like, sometimes it would surprise me. Right. That's the weird part about this movie. It's like, it genuinely surprised me at certain moments. Mm-hmm. Yet having a lot of lows. It's one of those, like, high low movies where it's like, this is really good. I remember. But also really bad. We, we, we tried watching the the Emoji movie. It was just one low. It was sad. Re- it was unwatchable. We couldn't finish it's it. so bad. So, like, this movie is better than the Emoji movie, which isn't saying much. Which isn't but... saying much. I think it's better than a few other movies. You you know what this kind of reminded me of? Um, I'm, bringing, I'm sidetracking. That's fine. Kind of reminds me of this movie. This movie called Storks. Yeah, Stork, we talked about that. Yeah, movie. Storks has its own different, is this different take on like kids and stuff like that. But it, it has a corporate drive to it. But I think Storks might be a little bit stronger mm. in some ways because it doesn't have like these weird problematic things in it. Right. But um, it wound up being like a surprise. Yeah, and it doesn't have the the strong lows. It, it maybe doesn't. It does have some really high highs. Right. And some and it's pretty funny throughout. So you're saying that Storks has some high highs? Yeah. <laughs> real high there. Um, I yeah. Think, I think it's pretty. I think Storks. That's is interesting. Good. They both have to do with babies too. They do. They both have to do with babies. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. So yeah. So they say, okay. Well, how do we do this? Now, here's the thing. Is Boss Baby starts acting like a real baby because he has this formula. So every so often he goes into this full baby mode where oh, he's just a dumb baby and just goes, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Babies like killing themselves, That's Mike. True, it's man. a fact. They're going to try to keep killing themselves. They want to they they go back into the infinite where they once were. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're the only ones who could really touch the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so yeah. So they all say, okay. You know, uh, Tim comes up with an idea and says, you know what? One thing all babysitters sphere and so they start making this gross ass liquid and uh they say hey mr lady man oh. yeah exactly uh i think this baby's sick and they have all stuff all over so he's like what and they have a vacuum next to him and they spray this fake vomit all over he's like oh no ugh, this is gross and, and he's like oh no it's spraying in my face and it's very obviously a vacuum to the side that's spraying on the list and i'm like whatever um yeah, some of the gags last like a little, a bit little too, too long, yeah. and they're like you're relying a little bit too heavily on this visual gag. That yeah, that yeah. And then they fucking go, and he's like, "I want to throw up," and he goes and you know, um, Eugene goes and is like, "I'm gonna throw throw something like that," and they're like, "Yeah, fucking shove your head in the toilet," and Bossy jumps down, slams him, goes swirly, and it's all fun, but he fucking locks his head into the toilet. I'm like, that motherfucker's gonna drown. <laughs> That dude just straight up murdered. I'm like, that is some real corporate shit. Yeah, man. That's like that hardcore shit you see in the movies. That That's like, like, uh, like House of Cards shit. Yeah, right to there. protect this company, I have to murder. <laughs> I have to kill you with the toilet. I have to kill you with the toilet. Yeah. And uh, but luckily, that guy, Eugene, super fucking swole, so he just breaks the toilet off the ground and right. falls off with it. You know, realistically, but whatever. <laughs> so they are like in a movie about fucking talking babies. I know. That's the thing is I can't <laughs> knock it too much. So yeah. anyway, um. They're like, all right, we got to escape. We got to go to the airport and try to get this quick as we can. So they escape on a bike. And mm-hmm. uh, Tim is nervous because this is a bike with training wheels. He's like, uh, uh, we got to ride. We got to wear helmets. They wear helmets. They start riding away. And then fucking Eugene comes through and busts up, grabs a skater, a scooter, and starts chasing him. I'm like, dude, why don't you just drive a car? You're yeah. An adult. You can kill those kids. <laughs> anyway, um, we just want to kill them, probably. He so, just wants to get them. He just wants to get them. Yeah. So, um, Tim, uh, this is a good thing about Tim. And he doesn't want to go through a um, crosswalk because it's a red light. Mm hmm. Boss was like, here's $100. I'll pay your ticket fee. It just throws money at people. He does that he a does lot. He does that a lot. He throws yeah. money at people to fix the problems, which yeah. is an interesting, interesting take corporate, corporate America. America. Like, just throw yeah. money at it. It solves problems. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can do whatever you want. You can cross jaywalks, you know? You can become you, president. You can murder someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can uh, murder someone to death and be fine. Murder someone to death? Murder someone to death. <laughs> Never um, done that. Never done that. We just murdered somebody, but not to death. Not to never death. to death. Never to death. That's too far. That's too far. That's cruel. Um. So then he calls a squad of three babies, which you mentioned earlier: the uh, the girl baby, the rip baby, and the, the triplets. It's not three babies. The three squads of babies, because the triplets I count as one unit. Wow. I know. <laughs> what? They operate as a unit. They're strong. Okay. Um. 
So the Rip Baby comes out and he's like, oh, I'm big. And he starts mowing over this kid, the guy with the thing, and he breaks it and whatever. And he's mad. And he goes, I'm a mad big baby. And that's it. That's the whole character. Okay. So then um, he can't. So the training wheels roll off because they're going so fast. Mm -hmm. And this is a kind of funny part that I kind of enjoyed (laughs) is that when the training wheels came off, Boss Baby starts motivating him because, you know, Tim is losing. He's like, I can't ride without these training wheels. And he starts making all this complete bullshit corporate speeches. That I really enjoy because it's just like, <laughs> yeah. and throughout that he makes the world transform. Has that ever happened earlier where his imagination kind yes, of transforms? Yes, all the time. Okay, all the time. So he his mind. That's why I'm saying the boss baby is not really a boss. Baby. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But I feel like this whole world is different. Yeah. So he's like, all of a sudden they're in like this motorbike and they're like, yeah, and they're on this thing and they go through, um, they jump over this thing and escape from Eugene. Mm. And so now they're at the airport and they have to go through security. And by going through security, they just jump through the baggage claim because I guess you can't read that and you're a little kid. Right. Whatever. And uh, but of course, every so often the baby stuff starts happening where he becomes a baby, oh and no. Tim has to pick him up, and it's like, oh no, what's going on? Oh god! And they get to the airport, and they get to the very front of the line, and um, the the bad guy escapes with the parents, and they fly off to Vegas. Oh shit! So they're they, they're in danger. Yeah, and it's too late. So now this is the end of the second half because everyone's sad, or the end of the second act. Right, the, the beginning half. of the third yeah. one. Beginning of the third one because the lowest point. Sad, and they're like, this is the lowest point. And uh, Tim gets an argument and says, you don't know anything about being a, with a family, baby. You don't know what it's like to be a family. All you care about is corporate stuff because the baby said, like, oh, no, if they get on that plane, they're going to end They're gonna end baby corp as we know it. He says, you don't even care. That they're going to die in a plane crash. Well, they're not going to die in a plane crash. They're going to die after they unveil the puppy. You're going to die? Yes, they're going to be killed. <laughs> so uh, then fucking Tim just looks at him and was like, He's like, I do the corporation support. And Tim's like, you know what? I wish you'd never been born. He's like, oh. and walks away. And then he sits there. And, and then they and, start playing. And then Tim song. starts saying, yeah, Blackbird singing it every night. And, um, Can so you sing that. the rest of that song? Nope. I didn't write down the rest of the lyrics. And then the fast motion things are going. And, you know, it's like, oh, man, he's sitting in the airport all sad. And that time's moving. <laughs> And then he gets a call on the white on the white phone, the payphone, and okay. it's, it's Boss Baby. And this is a weird thing for me, is I felt like the character transition from this is, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All of a sudden, Boss Baby's on the other and says, "You're right. I wasn't born. I was hired. I don't know what it's like to be a, a part of a family, but you do. And you know, we can both save, work together, and save a family and a company at the same time." <laughs> Why didn't they like, just have that scene? He's back like, at "Okay, the li- the, exactly." Yeah. Why did they have that big Blackbird scene? I don't know. Was there anything like visually cool that happened? The the fast, you know, the thing the, where he's you know, moving at his normal pace, but everyone else is flying by. Yeah, and the sunset's going really fast yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's it. And then Boss Baby all of a sudden is like, you know what? I'm hey, I should have told you this while you were he there. There's no scene of Boss Baby like walking, like even like walking out of the airport and being like, hmm, nothing. Gonna, yeah, it's literally just he calls him and is like, hey, uh, I'm here the whole I'm time. Sorry, I'm sorry. I've been an asshole. See it from uh, my point together. of view. And then it's immediately, okay, that's fine. Nah. Let's go save this. And they're like, so how do we get to Vegas now? Well, they just find an Elvis impersonator because there's an Elvis impersonator convention. So they hop in with him and there's they uh, <laughs> some guys go into the bathroom and they take all his stuff, including his, I guess, ticket. And uh, How good of impersonators were they? Well, there's a, I don't know if it's funny, but it was amusing. Um, scene where they dress up as Elvis personators and they have they talk and they have their own little language underneath because they're talking in like Elvis talks. Oh, like, hey, so they have man. like yeah, I don't even know captions. How to do yeah, they have captions underneath. Yeah, try like, doing an Elvis impersonation. Um, oh shit! Say one thing it. from Elvis. Say one thing from Elvis. Say one thing from Elvis, and I might be able to do it. Uh, like I have to do. A you have to. First? No, you have to. You have to do a quote. A like quote? just do a quote. Uh, ho ho, mama. Ho ho, mama. <laughs> well, here we go. Would you like to get on this best plane over here? This sort of thing. <laughs> Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, boo-boo. I didn't say I was a good Elvis impersonator, but they That's all did true. it and had their own little talk. It reminded me kind of a, that, that um, the jive talk scene in Airplane yeah, a little airplane. bit where it's like they have their own thing. I speak jive. I said, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they get in and it's fine. And um, somehow they sit in first class. They go to first class while they always do in coach. And there's a great scene where uh, Tim's like, why is it so empty? And Boss was like, it's great because first class is the best because no one can afford it <laughs> and uh some lies wait, i know and someone comes up and is like hey um are you what what are you guys doing here in first class when the waitress or stewardess not waitress, waitress. yeah stewardess. i'm pretty sure stewardess is also not a pc anymore steward uh what's the word it's a flight attendant flight attendant okay flight stewardess cheese right. i know that's the last time i, I should call a, a bunch of slutty bimbos <laughs> while you're at it <laughs> 
Hey, you see these broads in the fucking plane, right? You, you still smoking planes the whole time, you motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, still got propellers, right? Flying up there. I hate flying. Anyway. Anyway, so... Um, God, I forgot what the, the correct name is. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. So the flight attendant comes up and is like, hey, um, what are you guys doing here? You shouldn't be up at first class. Like, oh, no, we're uh, Captain Ross's kids who came over the intercom earlier. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. okay, cool. We want anything? And he's like, whatever we want. Like, yeah, anything you want. This is first class. And uh, they get anything you want. They party. What and do then they want? They just want toys and shit. So they get toys Lame. and food and steak. Where do they have that already on the plane? I don't know. It's it's a movie. It's a kids movie. <laughs> so they get anything. They get what they want. Right. So then um, Tim's having a good time and pretending while um, Bossy's writing a memo, and he's like, "Why don't you be a kid? You know, you said you never had a childhood." And he's like, "Uh." It's like, "Okay, here, let's pretend to be pirates. Have this Pez dispenser and be real mean to it." He's like, "I don't, uh, I don't know about this." And he's like, "Just do it." And he's like, "Uh, uh, you went to community college." <laughs> uh, 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 your exit interview is over, and then it's like this whole thing where he transfers into like a pirate, and they're imagining it, and it's right. this whole fight. Is he a thing. good pirate? Whatever, he's fine. Sure. <laughs> then they arrive, yeah, and then they escape the uh, uh, plane. They escape it. They escape it because they say, "Hey, thanks, Dad, for the ride." And the guy's like, "Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> I don't have children. I don't have children. <laughs> what are they doing here anyway?" And then, oh no, but Eugene's there, dressed as an Elvis man, and uh, yeah. And then so they see, they're like, okay, now how do we get to the Las, uh, Las Vegas Convention Center? And so they see us at a bachelorette party. It's like, look at all these ladies. Okay, oh, no. we'll just pretend. So they come up and they have Boss Baby all wrapped up and is crying. He's like, the kid's like, we need, will you help us for, take us to where we need to go with my poor baby that has special medicine? They're like, aw, where do you live? The convention center. <laughs> I'm like, that's a pretty good joke. That's a pretty good joke. Made me laugh out loud. How did you like the kid who played Tim? He's all right. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. He's, he's not a bad voice actor. For no, like he's not kid. bad at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they go and they get dropped off there. And I'm like, wow, the uh, um, Las Vegas convention center looks really awesome. When I went, it didn't look nearly as awesome. <laughs> well, it's an animated are, film. Buddy. I know. There's pets it up and stuff. So there's a pet convention going on, and there's all these different spots for like reptiles and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's uh, everyone's on stage waiting for here. But Puppy Co. is going to announce. Ooh. And Puppy Co., they have this big heart, and they got the parents on stage, and they got uh, this huge crowd around them, and they got the main guy. I can't remember his name now. Main guy, Puppy Co.? The Francis ma- Francis? Francis Francis. Steve Buscemi. Up there. Francis Francis like, I'm going to unveil something that will blow your mind, and here it is. A gun. Okay. <laughs> he just like, unloads on these people. He just shoots on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It got to me. <laughs> I could <stress>. deliver. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, no, he goes out and says, like, all right, here we go. This is going to blow your mind. It is a forever puppy it's a puppy that will be a puppy forever oh and they reveal god. it and everyone loses their mind there's a great moment where everyone's like oh my god i gotta see this puppy and they all run forward and all the kids are abandoned like mom <laughs> and i'm like it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah this movie um, won you over and it has bit. good timing that's yeah. the thing some of the jokes that it hit they have really good timing but then there's a lot of butt jokes and stuff like that i'm yeah. like all right um so <sighs> This joke's uh, kind of stink a bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little stale there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they see, uh, uh, Francis Francis sees the kid and Boss Baby, and they see everyone. They're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, the kids are there. And the kids, he's like, oh, no. So he locks the parents up in a lockbox that was used to reveal the puppy. Mm-hmm. They lock him up. like, what the hell is going on? And uh, he, they shove him backstage, and they're like, how do we go backstage? <laughs> how do we go backstage? Oh, we go through this crazy <laughs> hamster maze. And they go through this hamster maze. It's like the hamster tubes with, uh, um, oh, God, Eugene following behind them. Okay. And they find a whole rocket ship full of puppies. And Boss Baby comments, like, that's how you launch a product. And there's a huge <laughs> rocket. It's going to launch all these puppies in the air and, like, distribute them via parachutes, these, these uh, forever puppies. Right. And um, yeah, so that's basically it. So he pushes, he kicks the parents into like under the rockets. So they're gonna oh my die God. when the rocket launches. They're gonna burn it up. Yeah, and uh, bah, 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 bah. so then they have a fight. They go to the top of the mountain. Francis, Francis is like, "You understand? You're gonna stop everything I ever created." And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I don't know. This guy's got a good point. All I know about him is that he's been pushed off the corporate ladder, and he's just trying to make his mark. Yeah. Like, why is he even gonna kill? Like, okay. Here's my thing. Oh, okay. So here comes Ethan trying to legitimize the villain's 
point of view. Well, I honestly, yeah, because okay. I don't understand it. Maybe you have some insight that you maybe didn't explain. I don't but have like, any insight. Okay, because he's been screwed his life, his entire life, mm-hmm. and he just wants to make a really good product. All because he was lactose intolerant. All because he's lactose intolerant, so he finds a way to make puppies immortal, mm-hmm. which is basically what they've done for babies, yeah. making them immortal. And he's just going to do that for puppies, and they're just going to come to their profits. Yeah. He, and he wants to make a good. He just wants to make a good product. People like. He should give that immortality like serum to like the whole world. Really, you'd think that, but he just wants to make money off it. That's true. So that's, that's kind a, of that what makes him a bad guy. Kind of. But is that the worst thing? Like, is that <laughs> worth him being like villainized like this? Like, how is he any worse than Boss Baby, who just wants to make a profit off of not making that person's dreams come true? That's why I like this movie, Ethan. Yeah. That's why I like it. Because, ba- again, basic screenwriting. You need a villain that is the same issue as the good guy so that the good guy can realize that they need to overcome something. But they almost don't realize that oh, they don't? at the end of the movie. They really? kind of don't in some ways. But I'll, so, I'll get into that. They do, So is but this they like Black Panther where they're like, oh, man, Michael B. Jordan, you got a point. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And some, well, I don't Somebody think stabs well, I don't, Francis Francis. And I he's just like, don't, why don't you just kill me? His thing is like, besides the threatening of the parents, which he almost didn't have to do. He know, did, though. He did, though. You're right. He, he threatened their lives multiple times. That's true. He almost for like no reason, though, it seemed. Except just to say like, hey, don't leave. Don't get in my way. People. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, okay. So you they could like, just not hey, boss baby, don't get out of my way. I know this is your entire plan and your plot. And if you don't get what you want, then you're not going to get the corner office. Yeah. But just don't, don't, don't do this. So all he needs to do is not get the corner office. He's going to get fired, and he's going to turn I'm into a sure, human being. I guess it's true, but I don't know. It seems I'm yeah, going to have to put uh, your right. fucking parents' heads to a gun. Yeah. 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 You're right. He's a bad person. He's not a. Good he's a bad guy. person, but he. That's the thing that's good about this movie. Is he so are you saying a, he actually is a that bad of a person? That the, but it's the means is which he got to the end is what makes him a bad person. Just like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, man. Black Panther, man. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. So um at one point does Francis Francis take his shirt off and he's got like a bunch of like dots yeah, on his and chest. I'm, I'm, I totally question my sexuality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so yeah. what happened next? So anyway, um they're gonna the you know Francis Francis has the baby and kid at the end he has a baby no he has congratulations he has boss baby at the end oh, okay like, oh no they're gonna be pushed off into this goo and i'm like well, goo the goo is what the puppies are being dipped in before they got sent to the oh that's the forever puppies the forever puppy. and i'm like if boss baby falls in that then he'll all those problems off he'll be a baby forever yeah that's not that bad anyway Wait, did nobody else figure that out no i thought at some point he was just gonna be like let me i'll let go i'll let go tim yeah and then, then you i'll can become, become a baby forever baby and be forever. fine yeah no, he doesn't do that. Oh. So instead, he goes, I'm going to imagine I'm a pirate and go, arg, and then attack him and then throw Francis Francis into the baby. Why didn't pit. he just drop himself into the thing? Because then he doesn't matter if he gets to the corner office or not. He can stay a baby forever. Yeah, you'd think that. Anyway, um, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he falls in. So Francis Francis falls in there instead. And, and he becomes what? He, he, he melts, there. he I'll dies. Tell, I'll tell you. Give me a second. But now they got to stop the rocket because the rocket's going to launch in two minutes. Yeah. So they go down. They're like, oh, man, the rocket's going to launch. We got to rescue all the puppies. So they have this emergency hurt safety hatch. The puppies pull out, and the puppies run away. So there's no pregnancy. There's no, <laughs> no puppy pregnancy here. Good, good. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's weird. This guy has a poor product launch because all the puppies are exactly the same breed. Yeah. Why don't you make a couple different ones, you know? It's not everyone. What kind of uh, puppies would you want us to keep forever? Uh like husky puppies, oh, uh, a husky pup. Uh, oh, a blue healer puppy. Yeah, a little blue healer puppy. Ooh. There's so many little puppies that are cute, but they only have one breed. So I'm just saying, Wait, what is their variety. breed? No, you know what? This isn't a Some bad fuzzy deal. terrier. First launch, limit the vet, like limit how many there are, and then after that, it's like, Expanded. and now we got more. Do you yeah, want to do the puppy? Right. But they put a lot of fucking puppies at their first line of production. There's a lot of people in this world, man. I guess, but they're also giving them all for free because they're just dry. That's a good them. point. They're so, not. That's a terrible product. Yeah. Right? You want free puppies? You want free puppies? They last literally forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't sell another puppy when it lasts forever. That's true. You just can only sell another kind of puppy. Exactly. Just ask Apple. <laughs> when they have all those iPads, like, well, people already own iPads. We'll yeah. upgrade new ones. I'm like, we don't want them. I already got my old iPad. Yeah, on, it's still working. It's still working fine. I'm like, so oh, that's but why. Let's throttle that exactly. shit. Exactly. And we'll do it anyway. So, you know, you can't, you got to keep selling that product. Mm-hmm. 
Not a good corporate sense. Not this not Francis Francis. I'm just saying this Francis Francis got some flaws. So maybe mm. that's his flaw in his that's character. That's his flaw, really. Is he also a bad potting <laughs> And he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Know not how to the make fact money that he almost murders any parents. That's so. a pretty big deal, but way worse than that. Way more. Yeah, he's a bad potting launch. Come Terrible on, make product the product consumer launch. happy and make yourself a little product money. You know, a little product, a little a little product man. Uh, so profit, profit. There, there you go. go. That's the right word. So he pulls down the thing, and all the puppies come out, and they there's so many puppies in the thing. They carry. The, p- the parents away safely in their Yay. little box, and everyone's happy. How were they able but to then, fit in that tiny box? But then the baby's stuck on the th- on the rocker for some reason, and all of a sudden he turns into a baby. He turns into baby mode, and he can't escape because oh no. he's a baby. Oh, no. And so he's a little baby. The problem is, is uh, Tim is like, I don't know how am I going to get over And he's like, come over here, baby. And he's like, ah, my baby, I suck. And um, they're like, okay. I like your uh, baby shit. impression. Uh, 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 I'm going to sing the Blackbird song. He sings the Blackbird song. He's like, it's oh, a Blackbird song. It isn't very long. It isn't very long. Ah, <laughs> and the baby's like, I love the Blackbird song. And he comes up because he's a baby and he likes right. family because he's just a baby and is learning off his instincts. Right. Oh, his instinct is apparently to kill himself. Anyway, so um, <laughs> he's like any baby. He jumps off the thing and it's all happy and he runs away and mm-hmm. the, the racket goes off, goes up in the air and nothing happens and no one dies and it's fine. Okay. Well, that's yeah, everyone's fine. So then, freaking uh, Francis Francis comes out as a baby, a giant baby. He's a baby. He's a giant baby. He comes out of the gloves. Like, I'm gonna get you. Club. I'm gonna get you. And then Eugene picks him up and then clears his voice. He's never said a whole thing. And says, "This time I'll raise him right." And walks away. <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. Well, good for you, Eugene. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so now shouldering the responsibility. Yeah, I know. Isn't he supposed to be his brother? Right. Yeah. Maybe he raised, you know, brothers raise brothers. That's true. So he's do it again. Yeah. He's like, this is my, this is my redemption. This is arc. my chance. Yeah. yeah. I will make him a villain this time. Yeah. So now uh, they unlock the parents from the lockbox. They're like, oh, it's fine. We love you. Bo- we love you both so much. Oh. And I'm like, I don't understand what's significant about this, but now I do. <laughs> now you do. So, um, but then uh, Boss Baby's like leaving. He's got the promotion and he's going to leave the place. And he's. Wait, what do you mean he got the promotion? I thought he was he, a baby forever. He's a baby forever, but he's going to now get that corner office. But he's a baby. He still gets that corner office. I thought you said he acted like a baby. Oh, no, no. He, he comes. It, it goes in and out. It goes in and out. Huh. So he's only a baby for a little bit. No, I'm sorry. What I missed, happened? I'm sorry I missed the part. I'm sorry, Mike. This I'm sorry. movie is so oh. confusing. I'm so sorry. He goes and they... they ah! He licks the uh, he licks the thing. He licks the thing. He what li- thing? The, the goop. What the, the, goop? The, 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 doop, the dipping the goop? goop. The dipping okay, stuff. Okay, so he he's a baby it. again. So now he's a baby again. Oh, God, okay. Uh, I was I'm so talking confused. baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank God. And then, um, yeah, that's it. So he's back to normal. So he goes back to normal, and then he gives Stacy a school recommendation, which is a happy face, because he's a baby. He's only writes in baby talk for some oh, reason. Right, right. And then he's like, hey, boys, they were break attitudes, the triplets. And he's like, you got to think on your own sometimes. Like, we would never do that. And he's like, good job, kids. <laughs> and then here, big guy, you get a cookie. And he was a big guy, cookie. He starts crying and he gives him a hug. I will miss you most of all, Jimbo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so he leaves. And um, Tim's like, cool, I got my parents all myself. And then there's a scene where he gets in the corner office. Oh, and oh, oh okay no 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 sorry happen. there's actually a good moment beforehand where he says like well what am i gonna explain to my parents like that you're gone they're like we have methods at baby corp when this stuff happens what is and it? they have like these babies <laughs> all in like these outfits kind of like in monsters inc how they have the monsters in the outfits uh-huh. and they come through and they like take all the baby stuff down and they like wave over and said forget about the baby forget about the baby and it's like neuralizing and uh, oh yeah, yeah that's it okay so anyway um so they forget about the baby yeah so here's the shit that happens so this. see this is what happens when people leave babies in cars that's what happens <laughs> yeah. they've actually forgotten about they just that they had a baby yeah, for a second. baby corp man it's baby corp is all the money exactly follow, follow the money you know if you have a dead baby you're gonna buy another baby exactly you're so gonna want another it. baby follow money exactly follow money and you know the baby corp they also sell uh, little baby caskets so yeah. think about it exactly that's how they're making money but he just keeps going around <laughs> baby formula baby caskets they don't care as long as your kid never sees the light of adulthood <laughs> so mm-hmm. he fixes lamb lamb and gives it to the kid oh. and it's cute and they're like yeah lamb lamb I'm like, I don't know who the fuck is this anyway um, <laughs> so and he says suddenly he arrives as suddenly as he arrived my life was back to normal. It's all over. And, um, yep. So, Bass Baby goes to work and he's all like, oh, look at my cool ass office. Got my own portable toilet. Got my tall, tall chair because you're a tall chair. You're a baby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when he goes there, he gets bathed in milk. 
It's weird. I don't like that scene. Yes, what? Bathed in milk. All the babies are spraying oh, milk around each other, and like it's gross. a party, like it's champagne. I'm like, oh no, it's milk. Milk is way grosser than like <laughs> spraying champagne around. Yeah, um, not if you're a baby. I guess. I um, thought it was gonna be like some gross. Like he pushes a button and a nipple comes out, and he gets oh, to like suck on it. Oh jeez, mm, my own nipple. Oh, <laughs> <my> nipple. <laughs> no it's like else. the milk bars in uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The milk bar. <laughs> that shit's so creepy. Anyway, yeah. so um, so yeah, he gets a high chair and he seems, but he sits there and he sits in a high chair and he drops a pencil and, or uh, sorry, crayon. Excuse me. A baby would be nowhere. Baby would no more pencil. I could stab him or be a choking hazard. Exactly. So he goes down and grabs it and is just like, I'm so sad now. Like I'm so alone. And there's just days go by and you know they show how he's alone he's on the toilet and he just can't reach the toilet paper i'm like man you this is a baby place you should design that shit better i know seriously it's not like you're gonna be baby like, oh, proof shit. it all of a sudden adults are gonna come in no they're not they're all babies yeah um it's weird inconsistent anyway <laughs> so um and tim's like man i kind of miss having that baby around all that stuff <laughs> and just goes and then boss baby gets a memo from tim and that says like you know i found out i didn't like memos at first but you know what uh, I miss you a lot, man, and I want you to have this. So he gives him like a bunch of ju- it looked like jewels, but I think it's like Tinker Toy type things that stick sticks in. Where those ever played? They're like little round, multicolored things that are like round, different shapes. Yes. So those? earlier on, are you are you talking about the ones where it's like there's a hole in it? Yeah, there's a hole in it, and you yeah. have to put a block into it. Yeah. So earlier on, Boss Baby is using one of those as a visual metaphor of like, look. Tim, you don't fit in this this family anymore. Oh. So he's giving him that to say, like, you fit in. That's why he gives him a million of them, and he's so happy that he How says, did he get a million of them? I don't know. He just put them in a box. He's a child. He put a box, and he throw them everywhere. I don't know, man. It's a movie. <laughs> How could Tim possibly afford that? Exactly. Yeah. Um, he probably gave all his personal ones, man. That means even more. Oh, yeah. So then he does... So Boss Baby's all excited, and he's like, fuck this work corporate bullshit. I'm gonna strip all my clothes off and run around like a crazy person and or a normal fuck baby. Up, fuck yeah, or <laughs> and fuck up all these buttons and they have that big corporate room with all the like the percentage of baby to dog. Right, right, right. And they fucking fuck that shit up and he fucks it all up and then the main lady who's in charge of everything of all that stuff he just goes and like fucking kisses her dude and I'm like mm, what? Yep, just goes that's up. That's not cool. Just goes up and gives her a big old smooch and then uh, I'm like nah, that's not cool. We should on, not man. be telling children no, that that's a good thing. Children, that's a cool fun thing to do when yeah. you're real happy you just when go you're kissing at a, ladies. when you're at a job and you find someone that you really want to kiss it's a-okay to just go up and kiss them without you know their consent 100 percent. especially when you're real happy exactly. about something you did you just go up to anyone and totally, just cool. totally be cool with it yeah. even if they never express interest or anything or, no, no. you know anything boss baby never really even express expressed interest in her yeah it was just a kiss because that's what she's you do a lady side and she's a lady mm-hmm. yeah it's fucked up all right anyway um so then he goes back and of course it's the narrator again and he's like when well, then the baby have returned and we decided we're going to grow old together and become a family and then this weird ass wizard alarm clock's like all right seven o'clock get up and uh yep that's part where the wizard is pretty funny because he's like i don't understand day. i'm confused too i don't understand daylight savings time sometimes it's dark all we have in wizard world is darkness and light <laughs> and i'm like that's a pretty good line um so then um what happened next the taxi pulls up oh. and boss baby comes out and gets put down and he's gonna rejoin the family and they pick him up and he's like here's his name his middle name is uh fuck the baby's middle name the baby's middle name oh. oh shit this is important too god dang it i can't believe i didn't write this down ethan i know i fucked up oh, disappointed damn it. us yet it's... again you really didn't write it down yeah when did you watch the movie ethan like five minutes ago Jesus Christ. i think what do you think it was his middle name is francis yes Okay. Because Tim's middle name is Leslie. Tim's middle name is Leslie. And you know why it's funny? Because they're girl middle names. Exactly. And being called the girl is funny. It's a funny thing for a guy to be called a girl. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so then, um, yeah. So now in the present, it's cut to present time. and They're old. Uh, yeah. And Tim's telling his daughter. And is like, hey, you know what? You should be, ex- I'm telling you all these weird babies are true. And this is how I see it. And, uh, you know, and also, so is your big, you know, your uncle sees that that way too. And this guy comes in as soon as like, hey, champ, I hear you're getting a child. 
it's Alec Baldwin's voice still. Right. And it's like, oh yeah, huh? Okay, well that's cool. I'm glad to hear. Don't. Does be, he look like the baby? You can't tell. It's face down. It's all, you only see the top halves, so oh. the bottom halves. And then they're like, oh, well, I don't want a baby. It's like, don't worry, you'll enjoy them. It'll be great. I don't want like a second baby or whatever. You know, uh, similar to what Tim said. Right. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. And then they look at the baby, and it's it's in the uh, infirmary. Is that what it's called? Shit, the infirmary is much <laughs> the infirmary? worse. Infirmary? I'm pretty sure it's called the Mater- morgue. The, mater- <laughs> the maternity ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have the baby there, and it's sitting there, and she's looking at it, and the daughter's looking at it, and then all of a sudden the baby gets up and is like, has a suit on, oh. and then winks at the little girl, and that's the end of the movie. Okay. Um. There's a lot of mixed feelings I have about this movie. Me too. Because I like it nails some of the humor pretty well. Like yeah. to the point where I laughed out loud. Not since I seen like no fucking I don't want to put the same little college chance meatballs. College chance meatballs like way up here. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah. far as like weird movies. Ethan's putting Clyde, this is an audio medium. Ethan's putting I don't know if you know this, Ethan. Ethan is putting <laughs> Clyde of the Chance Meatballs way higher than he is putting. Ah uh, yes. Thank you for Boss being an Baby. audio podcast. You're very right. welcome. It is way up here while Boss Baby is down <laughs> lower in a lower position. Right, right, lower. right. Okay. Uh, but because, but they, some of the humor, when it hits, it reminds me of that sort of like, like kind of humor. Quick. It just has the timing is just perfect. Like, you totally. know, they, they nailed that timing. Right. And it makes it really funny. Mm-hmm. But then it has this kind of like weird messages. And some of the messages, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, man, all the, the villain's good. Mm-hmm. Got that corporate sort of vibe going on where it's like oh man look at these corporate elite babies they run the whole thing you know and right. they, they, they they're the boss and they're also not just the boss of your household they're the boss of your lives bro. that's right buddy they're the cutest pl- things and they run everything mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a cool concept and but the problem is is like they also do that you know kind of weird let's laugh at people who dress as women let's, yeah they're it's not anything else besides they're funny and let's uh, laugh at people. Is that your biggest names. issue? No, no, it's just one of the things that kind of detracts it from me, and also the fact that there is a lot of butt humor that just straight up doesn't work. Yeah. So I feel like for every joke that works really well, there's a lot of jokes that just fall completely flat on their face mm-hmm. and take up a lot of time. Should this movie have been nominated for Best Picture, Best Animated Photo, and Best Animated Movie? I... Did Ferdinand get nominated too? I think it did. It's just a slow week for movies, man. They just for animated movies. Animated movies. It really yeah. isn't because there's movies that got snubbed. You know? Like what? Oh boy, you've really put me on the spot. I know. I'm sorry. You said movies got stuff. I gotta know. Oh god damn it! I, I know. don't know. So Breadwinner got nominated. Coco got nominated. Breadwinner should have been nominated. Um, I thought it did get nominated. No, and I'm glad it did. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It it should have been nominated. Um, that's on Amazon did. Prime now. It is, and it's also on uh, Netflix. Oh, cool. People can watch that. So Captain Underpants. That movie's great. Oh yeah, you really I really like enjoyed. I really and I'm a big fan of Captain Underpants, like in general. But I really enjoyed Captain Underpants. I heard Cars Three was good. I guess. I heard it wasn't that good. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Loving Vincent. I wasn't a big fan of it. That got nominated. That did get nominated. Did it? Yeah. Best uh, animated movie. Sure did. Okay. Well, that's good then. Um, Um, but that's the thing is like you got Boss Baby and Ferdinand. See, this is the rough part. Paddington Two. That's not an anime movie. There's live action characters. See, that's the problem though because it's not gonna get it's not gonna get nominated for like best anything else. Yeah, exactly. Which is a shame. It's a shame because I heard it was really fucking good. I still need to see that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, there were movies out there and I, I'm sure I'm, I'm also leaving I just think out like Ferdinand. Is I'm like, also leaving out like Mary and the Witch's Flower, which was apparently like a really good animated film. Uh, have a nice day, which I've been meaning to check out. So there are movies out there that should have been nominated, um, but weren't because, you know, they don't have that, uh, that big a falling of that, that, uh, that, money. that Hollywood money. Yeah. As I say, Breadwinner probably wouldn't have gotten anything if it wasn't for Angelina Jolie pushing it. Yeah. Um, because you know it's all about friends. That's the thing. The problem with the Oscars, man, it's just all about it's who you know. So you know, it's not like I think Critics' Choice Awards probably is a much better probably thing for wanting to go see movies. And it's not just you know the Oscars is a big jerk off fest. Yeah, let's be honest. it's fun. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's goofy fun. It's what well, award shows are all pretty shitty, especially when they're run by the company that puts them out. That's a good point. But nah, it's fun. Whatever. It's fun yeah. thing to hang out and like but, celebrate uh, movies with. But but this movie shouldn't have been nominated. And that's the thing is like yeah, yeah I don't think I think this is just an okay movie in a yeah. lot of ways like it I think has some it's, has some, it's be, it surprised me it's not bad yeah I, I'm not like, as angry after watching this yeah, movie yeah it's not like as you see the concept you look at it and you're like this looks dumb you see the butt stuff where it's like oh you pat the butt and farts out powder right you see those gifts and you're like ah really you turns movie you off. and it's 
fine. It's fine. It's fine. It is it's, fine. It has. It has. It looks I, good. It, it looks good. I liked all the like. Imaginary. The animation was good, and I think that's what made a lot of jokes work because the animation was really spot on. The timing is really good, and the anima- the like uh, imaginary sequences are really good. Yeah, they look really cool. The seamless transitions. I don't think they added much to the movie. Mm. Personally, but they looked really cool. Early on, they were kind of used well, like when he thinks he's grounded and he thinks he's in prison. Like that kind of adds to it a bit. Um, but I don't know. They didn't work for me as much. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, it was fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah. It was fine. I, I think it's surprising. I don't think it's. I th- we went from being like, this movie's going to be terrible. Yeah. I honestly, it, I didn't want to talk about it originally because. Like we we were like we should watch Boss Baby wouldn't that be funny and I'm like I don't I don't want to talk about any more bad animated films like yeah. I'm so sick and tired of it. But you know what I bet the, the fourth or third Ice Age where we were watching oh, was gonna be shit. That would have been way worse. So this one was a good and the thing is is like I would never show my kids Despicable Me three. I think that would be annoying and I wouldn't because the thing is like if you show a, a, a movie a, a kids movie to a kid they're gonna watch want to watch the movie like eight hundred times. You know, yeah. I don't mind watching Boss Baby a couple times. But here's the thing: you're gonna watch it 800 times. You show it to a kid. Mm. There's so many other good kids. You know, show. absolutely. But if they want to, if they're like, "Hey, let's go watch a fucking movie in the movie theater," I'm a little kid. Wow. I'm like, all right, let's go watch Boss Baby. I'm perfectly fine. Fine, with that. we'll watch Boss Baby. We'll watch Boss Baby. You wouldn't be like, let's just watch Coco a whole bunch of times. Yeah, we'll watch Coco. Let's watch Breadwinner, and they're like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> that movie's boring. Ah, it's ugly and gross and scary." <laughs> yeah. And it makes me think. <laughs> I hate thinking. There's no fart jokes in I it. I want the fart jokes to cover up the corporate message or something. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Can we talk a little bit about that? The whole corporate message of it? Like, how do you feel about that? It is interesting coming, like, every time I see one of those things, it's like, yeah, man, look at this corporate culture. And it's always like, this movie was put out by, like, a big corporate. Yeah. Like, the only reason that people were able to afford a movie like this is because. It's a corporate thing. Which yeah. is always a sticky situation but you know good on the corporation for being able to poke fun at themselves yeah that's true because they probably know like yeah we probably aren't like perfect so what are you gonna do yeah but uh it's an interesting choice to do something like that i almost kind of curious how the book deals with all this like, yeah i can't imagine the book goes into like a whole francis francis I mean, thing the whole thing about like a babies being protect- perpetually babies because they need his formula is just something that came so far i feel i would have never guessed that same and I, it, it, like i said it I don't want to say it took me out of the movie because that's a movie about a fucking talking baby, but it was just like, that's eh, a little weird. Really? It, I thought it was surprisingly interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I didn't think it was like the best thing ever, but it was at least like, oh, that's a cool twist on like, why is babies a talk? I just thought it could have been like a weird baby that was plopped in. It's like, I'm going to take charge of the family now. But right. It's like, that's oh, what no. I thought it was too. And I'm like, then why are all the other babies there? And yeah, how does this like, baby Oh, okay. Any baby that's like this is like a weird corporate like spy while they're all like normal dumb babies. That was like the whole thing of like, if you tickle it, it's like, it reminds me of the whole Bojack Horseman. Like these are dumb chickens, not like oh, real yeah, chickens. Yeah, yeah. They're stupid chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is the elite. Like they're literally being selected at birth. That's if they're true. going to be a dumb baby there's no or, choice. or rich fancier, there's no choice. There's no choice in the matter. It's just fucking dark when you think about it. It's very dark when you think about it. Because you just can't. If you don't tickle, you know, you're just good to go. It's mm-hmm. almost like being drafted. You know, into like one of those old old ass armies where like, ah, this kid's got a broken leg or whatever. We can't yeah. have him in the army. Yeah, like what's a beast of no nation? Yeah, 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 I never saw that movie. Neither did I. Mm. Uh, no, wait. I'll, I'll pick a movie that I've seen that does exactly the same thing. Kind of like Star Wars, the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a special one. You can go. This oh, thing. you have a specific amount of midichlorians in your blood. I'm gonna take you away from your parents, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Say goodbye. You don't to have your a choice home. in this. You yep. don't have a family. You're not Bye. old enough to make any kind of logical decision on the rest of your life. Yep. And if you leave our Jedi Order, we're gonna fucking murder you because you might be evil. Yeah, man. The Jedi's cool though. The Jedi's are good console. Totally. Anyway. Anyway. So um, yeah. This surprising movie. movie. Surprisingly not bad. Not bad. That's not. If you're bored and you want to watch it, I wouldn't uh, advise against it. Uh, yeah. Like if if you're on Netflix and you're like, man, I want to watch a kids movie. Should I watch this or the Emoji film? Don't watch the Emoji movie. Well, you could just say that with anything. Hey, what's this? Is this a murder? Is this a fucking series about sex education? Old movies from the 90s? Oh, yeah. The that's 60s? what Amazon Prime. Yeah. You want to watch that? Or do you want to watch the Emoji yeah. movie? The emo- answer is never Emoji Never movie. the Emoji movie. Never. <laughs> Unless it's like, I'm going to kill myself. That's a good thing to watch <laughs> oh, beforehand no. to, to give me a good reason to do it. Yeah. How crazy would it be if someone found your like dead body and on television was the emoji movie? <laughs> Holy oh. shit. That would be horrifying. Oh no. I wonder oh, you know how Netflix did that one thing where it was like to the person who watched like what yes. was that Christmas movie like fifty seven times? What's wrong with post you? Out, like it's weird how that like triggered people to be like, Oh man, 
fucking, you know, corporate using this shit. And it's like, fucking, of course they have data like of course that. How they do you think do. they make any decisions? Yeah, exactly. You really didn't think they were looking at your data? You know why you, you aren't getting fucking, like, terrible shit that you're not interested in or on your ads? Netflix? It's because they're looking at that shit yeah, all the time exactly. and optimizing that for you to have the best possible experience. So they you're your welcome. Stupid. It's like, oh, well, how do they say this privacy? It's like, they're not releasing your name, idiot. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? This um, person who lives at this address and whose name is this. And yeah, yeah, what's wrong with you, sad person yeah. who's watched this movie 57 times? Also, I, I do want to see who's watched the Emoji movie 57 times. I agree. Also, how there's no proof that that person even exists. Yeah, exactly. How could, great marketing is that? They could just made that up. Made it. How easy is it to be like, hey, person who's watched this movie this many times, sorry. No one actually did that. But you know what? After I read that, I'm like, I should watch this movie. It fucking worked, you dummies. <laughs> There's no way to know that that person even exists, you idiots. Anyway, so yeah, if you guys release that because it's personal confidential. Exactly. There's a, there's there's no way to know. Up. Who cares? Anyway, so if you guys enjoyed this episode, you can find other ones at iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five star rating review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is just like Goo Goo Gaga baby dialogue. Yeah. Or if it's just quotes from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at email theotherhalfpodcast.com or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please drop us a line, send us movie recommendations. We'll always take them. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, I think that's enough Oscar movies. I think we're done with that. I, know, I think we're gonna have to watch some other garbage now. We're yeah, have to I watch so. things that aren't Oscar related. Especially for 2018 Oscar-related movies. Maybe we'll watch another one. But, like, it's, it's you know, seeing all these movies that stand on such a high pedestal is really going to make it hard to go back into the shit that people recommend us. No offense, guys. Wow. You, no, okay. <laughs> you guys recommend us bad movies because you like watching us suffer. And that's fine. That's we, do fine. It, we do it for the art form. We that's love you guys, true. and you're the reason we do this in a lot of ways. It's, we do it for you guys. We do it for you guys. You know, we do it for you we guys. We do it for you guys. If, if anybody, if we people, people can insult me, but if you insult my fans, I'm coming after you, bro. <laughs> that ain't cool. You, we, we love our fans. Of our fans. We love our fans. We love our fans. Our fans give are us the most important in our world. But yeah, most of the time, we ignore them. But you know what? <laughs> send this in more. We love our fans. Yeah, send more in. We don't actually ignore them we do put them on a list and we do try to figure out which uh where they fit into the uh universe of our uh, movies yeah exactly but the thing is sometimes well the thing is we take them and either they're really good and we watch them immediately or we put them in if if they like laugh we put them in a different like group and then those become the boss uh movies the boss movies. <laughs> they at the top and they yeah, yeah, promote the, the crop the, the cream of the crop yeah yeah and we promote them on our facebook Exactly. Anyway. All right, guys. Uh, have a good evening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>